0: It's time for Cubicle Insanity. I've got Kim here with me, and I'm Tammy, and we're back together again after what seems like a very long time to talk a little bit about that which we love, our jobs, and corporate America, and everything that goes along with it. Our podcast is a discussion about the real insanity from cubicles in the workplaces, from leadership and leaders, to experiences with life in the cubicles. Let's get into our latest cubicle insanity. Let's do it. All right, Kim. I'm I'm pumped about this topic.
1: You are. Why?
0: Mm-hmm. Because I love quizzes oh. of all nature, like, you know, out on out on the Twitterverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, BuzzFeed always puts out all those kind of quizzes and I know you're not a big TV fan, but you know one of my favorites is like, you know, uh, which Viking would you be if you watched The Vikings on No, I, the History Channel. Yeah, no. Oh, I love Ragnar and
1: um, so I take every one of them. I love quizzes. So, uh, you probably got straight A's in school too, didn't you? On quizzes. I'm not going to lie.
0: Well, I mean.
1: Yeah, you did. Pre-
0: <laughs> probably pretty close. I love I
1: didn't. I hated quizzes at school. Really? Yeah. Hated them. Oh. I, I just, they stressed me out.
0: They get me pumped up. No. No? mm No. Like a little game of trivia? No. Like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: No, nope. if you want to know if I know something, just ask me the question. I'll tell you. But otherwise, don't quiz me. I don't need pick A or B or C or A and B or C and A. Pick the best option. No, I don't need that. Uh, it's a waste of time. Okay, well then I'm kind of surprised you sent me this quiz to take. I know, I know, but it was simple. It was.
0: Uh, I'm not going to lie. I might have dropped everything I was doing. To take when, the when quiz, quiz. <laughs> good,
1: good lord! All right. uh, yeah. I looked at it and was like, "Okay, how long is this going to take?"
0: It turned out to be a little bit harder and longer than I thought yeah. it was going to yep. be. Yeah. Although it was still short. Yeah. Yeah. So, shall we? Shall we say what what we quizzed yeah. on? So, yeah. Go ahead. I have to look for the name of
1: it. So uh, I got it right here. uh, So the article that we're going to kind of zip through tonight is uh, To Form Successful Habits, Know What Motivates You. It's an article written by Gretchen Rubin, and um, it kind of caught my eye just as a quick read. And it was actually published in the Harvard uh, Business Review, actually. That I sit around and read the Harvard. Business review. <laughs> Well, you know, just the other day I was reading the Harvard Business Review. So, um, it, it's an interesting. The, the first paragraph is what caught my my attention. In uh, what it says is, have you ever been driven crazy by a coworker's persistent questioning of what the team is doing and why, and whether things can be done more efficiently, or have you been driven crazy by a colleagues' refusal to address those crucial questions? Yes. Yeah, I think we've all been there. Are you one of them you know yourself what the answer is you don't have to answer for those of you listening it's a it's an inside question uh but yeah i'm one of those that get annoyed by uh persistent questioning it's like just grasp the concept and go and we'll figure it out but okay anyway enough of mine i answered
0: which one you are i well No, no no i
1: didn't answer so um So this article goes on to talk about There's, you know, to figure out who you are, you know, the key, there's key questions and how do you respond to an uh, expectation? We all face the two kinds of expectations. The article says that there's the, the two are outer expectations, meet a deadline at work, observe traffic regulations. Then there's the inner expectations such as stop snacking, start running, whatever for yourself. Then it says that there's four kinds, there's four distinct groups of people. uh, It's called the
0: Four Tendencies Framework.
1: Four Tendencies Framework. Yeah. And uh, Tammy, you want to go through what those are?
0: Okay. I mean, I'm no expert. Yeah. um, So the first one is called the Upholders. They respond readily to both outer expectations and inner, self-directed, they have little trouble meeting commitments. They keep resolutions, meeting deadlines. It says here in parentheses, in fact, they often finish early.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. they very
0: special. Um, I call them
1: over a cheer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, They really want to understand and meet expectations, including their expectations of themselves. Hmm. Um, it does go on to say, upholders may struggle in situations where expectations aren't clear. They may feel compelled to meet expectations, even ones that seem pointless. Hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, They may feel uneasy when they know they're breaking the rules, even unnecessary rules, uh, dress code, um, unless they work out a powerful justification to do so. The next one is questioners. Questioners question. (laughs) They question all expectations. They will meet an expectation only if they believe it's justified. They're motivated by reason, logic, and fairness. They decide for themselves whether a course of action is a good idea and resist doing anything that seems arbitrary or lacks sound purpose. Essentially, they turn all expectations into inner expectations. <laughs> um. So... Uh, Uh, They go on to say here about the questioners that um, they like to make well-considered decisions and come to their own conclusions. They're very intellectually engaged and often willing to do exhaustive research. If they decide there's sufficient basis, they'll follow it. If not, they won't. Um, So the questioners, um, it sounds like here on the flip side, they might suffer from analysis paralysis. Um, They always have to have that one more piece of information. Um, They uh, often will um, wish, too, that they could just accept without uh, probing so relentlessly. Obligers. Some of these, don't you think that these four so far, like, what is it called? An upholder, a questioner, now the obligers, like these three so far? I am... Having And when I read this, when you sent it to me, I'm having a bit of a like a reaction to these words. Like, I feel like they're all kind of like negative words. Like, I, I, I don't know that I want to be associated with any of those.
1: Hmm. I didn't look at them as oh, negative you didn't. words. No, no, I
0: didn't really like you're not like oh an upholder okay yeah 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 oh a questioner oh my gosh they're a questioner oh an obliger you know she's an
1: obliger yeah right they're all kind of a little yeah i see that perspective but
0: But you didn't think so okay no um obligers respond readily to outer expectations but struggle to meet inner expectations so good name Mm -hmm. they're obliging the others not themselves Mm mm-hmm Um, so they excel at meeting external demands and deadlines. They make terrific colleagues, family members, and friends. So we would like to work with those obligers. It sounds like they don't let others down, but they may let themselves down.
1: Um, because guilt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're
0: like, oh, they sacrifice for others. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because obligers resist inner expectations, it's difficult for them to self-motivate.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, a journalist who has no trouble meeting his weekly deadlines but can't ever seem to find time to work on his own book is a classic obliger. <laughs> there seems to be more paragraphs about the obligers. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else uh, shall we pick out to say about them? Uh, they may reach a point... Of obliger rebellion, a striking pattern in which they abruptly refuse to meet an expectation. At a certain point, the weight of the expectation becomes too great,
1: and they suddenly snap. And then do they become the next category? A rebel. Mmm. I mean, okay, so of the four,
0: that one's the only one that sounds somewhat appealing. Is that just me?
1: <laughs> Is it you?
0: We'll see. <laughs> Um so rebels resist all expectations outer and inner alike they choose to act from a sense of choice of freedom mm. Um who's the rebel rebel without a cause like who's that guy that I'm trying to think of James Dean Okay James Dean right freedom Uh they resist see again a movie reference I apologize I, I go right yeah, there
1: Yep Um and it goes right on over <laughs> like <you'll>, Air Canada <laughs>
0: You look at me like you want to engage. So I appreciate that. Even though I know after it comes like, out of I, my mouth, I'm like, I, mm,
1: no. no. so close.
0: <laughs> Thanks for playing. Um, Rebels. Okay. Rebels. They resist control, even self-control, and enjoy flouting rules and expectations. Rebels work toward their own goals in their own way. And while they refuse to do what they're, air quote, supposed to do, they can accomplish their own aims. Rebels place a high value on authenticity and self-determination and bring an unshackled spirit to what they do. At times, the rebel resistance... Mm. Movie, movie reference, Star Wars. Uh, the rebel resistance to authority, I know, is <laughs> enormously valuable to society. But rebels often frustrate others because they can't be asked or told... To do anything, hmm. teenagers is what this should be called. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't care if people are counting on you, if you agreed to it, if it's against the rules, if it's the deadline, or if it's rude. They just don't care. Hmm. Oh, okay. Wow. Are all these paragraphs about it? Let's let's. Well, wind. it goes
1: on and talk about it a little bit, and then we come upon the link for the quiz.
0: Oh, so this
1: article gives us the opportunity to take the quiz to figure out
0: which of the four, which of
1: the four. So Tammy and I have taken the quiz and I don't know her results. She doesn't know mine. So I think Tammy is, I think Tammy is a upholder. You do. I,
0: I respond readily to both outer and inner. Mm
1: hmm. Interesting. Okay.
0: Should I disclose or should I guess yours?
1: Go ahead and disclose yours.
0: Okay. Oh, my God. You know me so well. I'm an upholder. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so, like, the little quote in the, like, report I got says, um, uh, an upholder in quotes, it says, I do what others expect of me and what I expect from myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Was that easy? Like, was that was I super obvious in that?
1: No, I just, uh, having known you and um, sometimes, like, if you don't, uh, where does it say? It says, uh, have a little trouble uh, keeping me the, let's see. There was something in there about, the, you may feel compelled to meet, but there was the ambiguity of, uh, what was that? Oh, even unnecessary rules. Uh, it was around that that I was thinking for you that, like, you know, you, you follow the rules. I do.
0: I will tell you it's a stupid rule and it shouldn't be a rule.
1: Yeah. But you... F- but I'll still follow it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can't help myself. <laughs> okay. So I think you're much harder for me to figure out because I've seen you be an upholder. I've seen you be a questioner. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen you be an obliger, hmm. but I've also seen you be a rebel. There's a part of me that I want to put you in the rebel category <laughs> because I know that there's a part of you that always goes there, but whether you do it yeah. is the other part, but like your mind like yeah. always goes there. Yeah. Um. So in all honesty, I'm kind of going a little bit between... Um Questioner and
1: Rebel. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm this results say that I'm a an obliger. No! <laughs> yes. And as I read it, in and, and I read that last uh let me get back to it. Um, it talked about, you know, you get, yes, get to the end and You like stamp. Yes, I do that. Like if I, I run out of patience and it's just like, let's go, let's do this.
0: You are not how, do you, okay. So you were not in the right frame of mind when you took this quiz because <laughs> you are not an obliger. So the little quote for obliger but, says, I do what I have to do. I don't want to let others down, but I may let myself down.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Because just as I was telling you earlier, I took the the strength finder. Yeah. And one of the key things is responsible, is in my top five. And what I was saying is, is that I feel guilty if I don't deliver a commitment to you. Yes. And I figure out a way to rectify that. So I think it ties right in with this.
0: Wow. Okay. See, I wouldn't, I'm going to be baffled. Forever about this.
1: And like, you know, I put other things first. Like I've got expense reports and I've got trainings I need to do. And I got other things I need to do for myself. Yeah. Work-wise. But I'm taking care of other things. Like printing off agendas for the boss. <laughs> uh,
0: do you know what? You're going to do it, aren't you? Okay. Um, but yeah, I do get to like that point says, of just
1: snapping and I'm and then I become a rebel.
0: Difficult to self-motivate? I would never say that about you. Yeah. You think it's difficult to self-motivate?
1: Yeah, I'm not the most motivated person sometimes.
0: You're just responding. You're motivated because of the outer expectations.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if I believe that.
1: Okay. Well, w- maybe we can get uh, Gretchen Rubin on here, and we can discuss yes, it. Yes,
0: I think we need to. We need to analyze your. I mean, mine. I. I mean, even when I read the descriptions, I knew which one it was going <laughs> to be. Um, but I, I mean, I tried to answer like, yeah. very honestly. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and too.
0: there was like a section at the end where, it like it gave a, uh, a sort of a situation you had to say like you. Like, is it always agree or something yeah. neutral or yeah. disagree or something like that? That was a little bit hard uh, because I'm not that black and white. Yeah. Um, so I thought, well, God, oh, maybe I'm going to throw off the upholder right. here right. in this section. But I didn't. I think it just screamed. Yeah.
1: So what's interesting with the rest of the article, just to kind of conclude it after we've done a little quiz, it, uh, you know, the, it says the tendencies are hardwired. And I, I I think that you I think that's true. I think you're yeah. just kind of that way. And um, I like to call them natural tendencies. Yeah. She calls them the four tendencies. I think it's your
0: natural. So yeah. when you're put in a situation, your instinct when it takes over of how you will react in that situation, mm-hmm. it is those things.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, it's, you know, it says that the author herself says that she's a, an upholder. Yep. And uh, so she's learned to resist her inclination. So she's working on maybe being less of an upholder. Uh, and then it also says, like, uh, for example, a questioner may present an obliger with sound reason for taking action. Uh, let's see. It's a rule that you have to do this might actually make the rebel less likely to comply. So I think that's true. Yeah. Um. I would say my sister is a rebel in, in in this description. You tell her you gotta do some. No. Hmm. Then she won't. Less likely.
0: Less likely. Isn't that you know what? So um, I'm scrolling to the bottom here because it yeah. said. <clears throat> oh, she says from what I've observed. So nothing yeah. statistically sound here. Yeah. Um. Most people, by a huge margin, are questioners or obligers. Very few are rebels, and to my astonishment, she says, very few are upholders, because upholders and rebels are such small populations, people who try to shape people's behavior on a large scale, employers, device manufacturers, et cetera, do better to focus on solutions that help questioners Hmm. by providing sound reason and obligers by providing accountability.
1: Interesting. And also, just to wrap it up, it says that the most uh, the happiest and most successful people are those who have figured out ways to exploit their tendencies. And that was yeah. kind of the whole point of strength finders as well is, yeah. you know, what are your strengths and how do you leverage those? I
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's true. And what we were talking about even earlier before when I was telling you how I love these like personality yeah. tests is um, in a prior role that I had, we took these, uh, yeah. any quiz or test you know myers-briggs any of them mm-hmm. um but it was more from the perspective of understand who you are so that when you are interacting with other people you can sort of uh do the little quiz in your head about your audience yeah and then um frame your messaging or your request or you know whatever it is yeah. um, in a manner in which that they would you know receive that so like you're talking about your sister being a rebel if you say oh you have to do this she's not going to okay well it's good to know that she's a rebel so if you do need her to do something yeah you can phrase it in a manner oh yeah that
1: is not I just pull out the older sister card and say I'm the older sister and you have to do this <laughs>
0: and then she just complains about it yeah fine
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fine uh, but I would find, you know, what what I find interesting about like these, uh, this quiz or uh, strengths or any of the other, except for maybe Myers Briggs, but um, the ones that talk about like your strengths and things like that is are uh, your tendencies. Is what I find fascinating is a lot of times we have a tendency to focus on like, well, wait, I'm I'm a rebel and I'm in that small population. Is that not? good how do i change myself to become something different and i don't think it's a matter of changing what you don't have or trying to get what you don't have focus on what you have and how do you leverage it
0: yes because it won't be sustainable right if you're just like oh i need to try to be more. i need to be a rebel right i mean you could maybe do it for a day or yeah. certain situations but it's not your natural tendency. Right. I
1: mean, just like if you're an introvert and all of a sudden you think, oh, I need to be an extrovert to get ahead in corporate America or wherever. That'll last all of about a hot second. Yep. Because it's not who you are and it will exhaust you and it just doesn't work. Yeah. So focus on, okay, you're an introvert. So how do you leverage that? What do you, what can you do with that?
0: Yeah. Um, the other, so you mentioned uh, that you pulled the older sister card. So, uh, for a future podcast, I'm putting on the list that we're also going to consider um, birth order, okay, and birth date. So uh, we won't go deep into astrology or anything, but you know, um, I am a firm believer that like a full moon does make people act crazy um i do believe that what is it when mercury is in retrograde yes i remember you talking you that remember? like crazy yeah. shit happens so um okay so future we're going to talk about those as well because i think it's just um i'm going to jump into stating the obvious if that's okay okay yep
1: let's state the obvious um,
0: i think that by doing these types of quizzes whatever type it is if it's these um four tendencies this four tendency framework which i think is real it's simple and Although the words maybe give me a little bit of a, yeah. a reaction, but um, it's pretty high level. It gives you, you know, kind of buckets you a little bit. It helps you understand yourself, mm-hmm. just like any of these other things. So we'll explore we'll like birth order and and uh, your birth date as well. Um, but it helps you understand yourself. And I think what um, we talked about, I think it's that it's going to help you improve yourself in situations if you're aware that you're uh maybe i'm going to go back to the rebel because that one just to me seems funny and obvious Mm -hmm. um if you know you're a rebel and you're sitting with your boss and your boss is being bossy you have to be aware of how what your natural tendency how to react is yeah and maybe try to change your perspective when you're in that conversation Mm -hmm. so it's something you can do to help yourself to be aware of that but i also think it's Um, you're going to work better with others, whether that's, like I was saying, with your communications when you're delivering a message or even just being a better teammate. Like you were talking about strength finders and identifying what your strengths are. Well, if you can lean on somebody else um, that you work with because they have either a different tendency or different strengths, then as a team even, you're going to be stronger Stronger, and better.
1: Yeah, it's the diversity of the team and inclusiveness. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, my gosh, I love it. This might have been my favorite one
1: ever. (laughs) All right. So we've stated the obvious. Uh, Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to our active military and veterans and anyone in uniform. Uh, Stay tuned for our next episode of Cubicle Insanity.